Welcome back to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. We are here in the flesh with one another. Yeah. It's been one, two, three, probably two weeks. Longer than two weeks. Oh, it's been, yeah, it's true. It's been way longer than two weeks. But the last two weeks we've done, you know, by phone. Now we have to be here. So that's been kind of fun though to do. It has been. I've, I've enjoyed going through all the games and hopefully you guys have enjoyed us talking about it. Yep. Um, but just like how the last podcast started, we'll start. Now, Sean has a interesting scandal, you know, hmm. kind of like I did. Yeah. So I don't know if you would like to oh, could just tell, tell us about it. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how the world works. Um, <laughs> the day after. Uh, we recorded that episode and uh, <laughs> put it out our, our last week. What was it? Week three recap. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I uh, confronted Brandon about his his scandal off uh, off the the microphone. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I got pulled over for uh, a regist- my car not being registered. Right. So I have a court date coming up. Fighting it. Fighting it. Not guilty. Pleading not guilty. Yep. So it's a, a big back and forth, big, very much weighing on your mind, distracting you. It is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I have been home. Yeah. Resting. Right. Yeah. Preparing myself for the 24th. Such a liar. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Such a liar. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, the next day after we talk about that on the week three recap, I am pulling down my very own road. This is the worst part <laughs> is I pull out of my parking lot i go to drive down the road to go to a showing and literally the first turn i'm not even a mile away from my house and lights go on behind me i'm like man what a coincidence (laughs) and pull over apparently i was doing a 54 and a 40 i would have never knew um it was you just wanted to join me well it was the road that i live on (laughs) and so everyone i I mean maybe not everyone but most people i would tend to believe probably speed on the road that they live on um i could be Mm -hmm. wrong about that but i mean i wasn't trying to think i would would agree with you on that one i wasn't in any rush nope (laughs) i was just driving i was just used (laughs) to the road that i was on i was just driving faster i guess and so he pulled me over. He told me I was doing 54 and a 45 or in a 40. And I was like, well, not going to really fight you, I guess. I don't know. Like, am I not guilty? Honestly, I have no idea. Like, I have no idea how fast I was going. I don't know if it's good or not, but I'm just going with the flow of traffic, I guess. And How do they determine that if they're behind you? You mean how fast like, we were going? Like, I understand you have the... The gun? The gun, but that's if you're stationary, right? So how does he know if he's following yeah. you? Was so he following you? He probably just drove behind me and stayed up to my speed and then looked at his speedometer and so well, he was going 54 it. over that's right he was so how does that work should i fight it hey <laughs> should i fight it i mean i wasn't going to i told him that hey you're probably right i have no idea i told him like yeah. oh you did like, all right fair enough are there, cam- are there cameras around here i not really idea. i don't know that it helped me okay I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, See, that's the thing. I, have, I literally have no grid on how fast I was going in that. But I do know that I could take a page out of your playbook and fight it. Um, you're claiming to be not guilty. Yeah, you can. So you're claiming to be not guilty that you were not registered or you're just wanting grace. Like, 
Like what is that? Yes. What exactly is your claim? Grace <laughs> and blaming the mail service for not giving me the notification. Oh, right, right. Their fault. Yeah, right. Not mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not bl- taking blame for anything. <laughs> See, I can't really pass blame on anybody, can I? Is there somebody to blame here other than the cop? Maybe for going 54 Maybe you as well? could say, well, no, that'd be a lie. I was going to say maybe you could, your speedometer was not working. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It would, be, it would be a lie. <laughs> it would be I a could lie. say the cop. I'd be like, "Hey, look, I don't mind paying my fine, but I want the cop to get the same fine. <laughs> Just do something like that." Yeah. Hey, the cop has to show up. That's true. If, if they don't show up, good, if they don't show up, then he gets fine. Hey, so he can I, show up and just start point, go over there and point finger and say, "Hey, yeah. what about this guy?" Yep, this guy gets f- the only way for him. The only way for him to catch me is to get to that speed. So, right. and if he says he wasn't going fifty four, then how did you know I was going fifty four? We're really himself. good at this, He's man. He's going to dig himself in a Maybe hole Maybe we should go into like the courtrooms and be lawyers and stuff. Jeez. We should have uh, Jeremy Breton on. That's who we should have on. We should call Jeremy oh. and see and ask him that question. That's what we should do. Um, maybe we'll call him later on and see <laughs> yeah. how they uh, how they arrest people or how they not arrest people, how they find out how fast they're going. Yeah. That'd be fun. That would be cool. All right, so to start, I guess this episode, we'll talk about football, as yes. always, because basketball doesn't really exist yet, and... Doesn't need to exist. Right, And uh, but my brother, Jay, he was supposed to be coming on uh, to, not necessarily this time, but we've been talking about it for a little while, um, getting Jay on. He wants to bring on a segment called Truth or Dab, um, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, Jay didn't, he was going to do it tonight, but he is watching basketball, I guess. <sighs> preseason basketball yeah and it's mid nfl season a quarter of the way through the nfl season and so he totally bailed on us but <laughs> uh yeah truth or dab just to kind of give it a plug now um jay has promised to bring on truth or dab and it's a trivia game where brandon mm-hmm. and i have to answer questions either about ourselves or about teams or i think it, or about each other each like other if i yeah. have to know something about you if yep. you know about me right something like that yeah so and if we get a question wrong, we have to take a spoonful of hot sauce. Hot sauce. Yep. And something I'm not looking forward to, but that's okay. And every question we get wrong, it gets progressively hotter. Is that right? That's what I've, that's what I know. That's what he's told that's us. what I know so far. Yeah. And so there seems to be this culture starting where people are interested in seeing Brandon and I in pain or in uncom- <laughs> uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. um, ever since we jumped in ice baths. Yes. Um, so they want to make it the new norm. Not I sure guess. how I feel about that. We've had a couple other things too come up. I forget what some other ones were. Like suggestions? Yeah. Oh, uh, like doing that baby thing. Oh yeah, the the put something on your belly. Yeah, feel what it feels like to have go through the contractions, contractions of childbirth. Mm-hmm. That one. Uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know. Oh, the did we talk about the chip? The hot sauce chip? Oh, yeah. Or was that? Yeah, Kurt. Yep. Um, is that the loser of our fantasy bracket or fantasy football? It was something. No, I don't know if that's what it was. He was just saying when he heard about the truth or dab, he was saying that we could oh. get some, you know, do the... The world's hottest chip. It's or like the, a, the chip it, challenge or something like that. It's a hot chip challenge yeah. or something like that. I forget what it's called. Um, but essentially, yeah, there's a new chip every year, I guess. And <laughs> I guess. it gets hot. It's a hot chip. And so you half kill yourself eating a chip eat a chip and so nonetheless there's this culture going around where (laughs) 
Bra- <laughs> hey, Brandon and well, Brandon and Sean will inflict pain on one another or each other or yep. themselves for the for the enjoyment of you guys. Of you guys, yeah. So, Which, when I'm doing this for free, it's because we I'm love you guys. <laughs> but do not take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting paid at we're all. Not getting for paid this, for sure. Um, but anyway, getting into football. Mm-hmm. Which is where we should start. Yes. Um, why don't we start with one of the bigger, I guess, mm-hmm. things going on right now in the NFL, which is Tua, yeah, Tagovailoa, and uh, what happened on Thursday night, and specifically what started on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so, what what are your thoughts with what transpired with him getting, obviously, slamming his head off the ground on Sunday, mm-hmm. being let back in that game after stumbling and not being able to hold himself up, being let back in that game, leading his team to victory, and then just four days later playing again, getting, getting hit, hitting his yeah. head, and then going into a fencing response is mm-hmm. you know, where his hands lock up and neurological and that's, issue. That's a scary thing to watch. Yeah. So, um, I think so. I saw the play. Uh, two weeks ago I, when he was playing the it was the Bills right yeah it would have been the Bills he hit his head and then getting up I think right whenever you see him stagger like that and like not even be able to like he caught himself but like his whole his legs went limp almost it looked like yeah but I think right I mean they did they took him out I think right then and there I think they just need to like, you know, something is wrong. Right. Like, even if he was to pass a concussion test, like we saw, everybody saw on TV what happened. Mm-hmm. And I think he just needed to stay out. Um, didn't happen. Came back, played. I don't know how well he played. Um, but then that night against the Bengals, he did get slammed. And then mm-hmm. um, imagine if he didn't get, we wouldn't be talking about this. If probably what? if he didn't get if he didn't get hurt right yeah we would not be talking about that yeah yeah we wouldn't sure. be talking about the the dolphins neuro trainer would not be fired the guy would still be there um so yeah i i don't I, like i i'm not a fan of him coming back he shouldn't have come back mm-hmm. um they already called him out for next week yeah oh did they yep okay right so. like already i think what also i mean he did he I don't know if it's more than just a concussion or not, um, but he, yeah, he shouldn't have came back. I mean, well, that's they're still saying, from what I saw, they're still saying that it was some sort of back injury. Um, now they did fire the team Neuro, doctor or yeah. whatever it was um, that did the uh, concussion protocol. You know, he said he screening had on had several mistakes yeah. in his evaluation. Whatever that means, like you're going to tell us specifics. No. Um, Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is private for Tua. Yeah. I don't know. What but, is but what is your thought on also like the coach definitely saw that. Yeah. Well, that's like the, the first time Tua staggering. Like yeah. Well, that's my whole thing. Is well, there's even if it was. Let, let's just forget about a concussion for for a second. Mm-hmm. Even if it was a back injury, and a back injury does that to a player, you still shouldn't yeah. let him play. Mm-hmm. So the whole it's a back injury and that somehow justifies or helps us understand why he was able to go back into the game. It doesn't, in my yeah. opinion, mm-hmm. like, dude, if it's like, you know, somebody who, you know, 
hits their leg and literally can't walk on their leg, like literally falls every time. Like their leg just completely gives out. This, this wasn't just like a twisted ankle where you can't walk on it for a few minutes and it gets better. This was literally a guy, he looked drunk. Yeah. And, and so, and it was a, whether it was neurological, again, taking the neurological stuff out of it for a second, even if it was a brain or a, a back thing, mm-hmm. something seriously is going wrong if you hit your back and you literally can't walk. Right. That's a big issue. And so to go back into a, a game where you have guys that weigh 250 pounds literally get paid to take your head off. Mm-hmm. Throw you it around. It still doesn't make sense why you let him come back in the game. And right. so I was concerned when I saw that he was playing. Um, and I was I was actually, I wanted him to play. Um, like, 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 well, so let me explain yeah, that a yeah, little yeah. bit. I didn't want him to play because of the injury. Mm-hmm. I didn't want him to play. As a Bengals fan, I wanted the fullness of the Dolphins football team. The 3-0 Dolphins football team, I wanted to beat that team. I wanted my team to beat that team. Mm-hmm. That includes Tua. So mm-hmm. as sort of just as a fan, um, I wanted the Bengals to have the opportunity to take out one of the two left undefeated teams. Right. And obviously they're going to take a little bit off of the Bengals win when we played majority of the game against the backup quarterback and people are already doing that. Fair enough. I understand. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want that to happen when he went down. I was disappointed. I didn't yeah. one. I wanted to beat that team healthy, Full um, strength. but number two, it's like, dude, like immediately you can even ask Cheryl, like my reaction was like, dude, I was like upset. Like the fact that the opposing team quarterback went down, but I was upset because I was like, dude, this isn't even a football thing anymore. Like this is a, this is, this guy's a person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's really hard. I hear a lot of people have different opinions, um, not necessarily differing opinions, but a lot of people are slower to speak on the the situation um, as far as what happened because they're not doctors and you and I both aren't doctors and we totally, you know, we know that. Um, But I'm not, I don't lack common sense either. And it's really hard to look at what we saw on Sunday Mm -hmm. and justify that he should have, played four days ago or even a few minutes later in that same game mm-hmm. come back in and play and so i just don't yeah. I, I just don't know that i can understand that like like you said we're not doctors but we've watched enough football to see people's reactions and two concussions or two being hit right. like that it's really honestly it's hard to believe that that the first hit was a back because he smacked his head on the ground mm-hmm. right i've never ever seen anybody have a back problem in football and come and almost like he was he was literally if it was a back problem he would have went down right away mm-hmm. like once he got up he probably would have went down he didn't he you could walk he walked he ran a couple couple steps and then collapsed. like collapsed mm-hmm. so again i'm not a doctor but i think i've watched enough like and then the game against the Bengals. once that happened you're like you know exactly what it is because of yeah, watching football um, because it's not the first time that that's ever happened. Right. And, but yep. with him, that was literally four days mm-hmm. from a Sunday to a Thursday, smacking his head that hard twice that literally took him out. Uh, we, and we don't know how long he's going to be out. Right. Um, but it was, um, they were talking about, I, I heard on Greeny this morning that um, there's a guy, a friend of somebody on the crew who's all under the UFC and the UFC, if you get knocked out, if you get, if, uh, yeah, if you get TKO'd, KO'd, 
in any way, you auto, are automatically on a 30-day... Can't fight. You can't fight. Can't even spar. Can't even spar. Can't even do anything. Like, if you black out completely, that's 45 to 90 days. Uh, and they're like, the guy, his, the friend said, this is what the the NFL should potentially do, something like this. Which I don't, I, that's right there. If it's 45 to 90 days, that's half, almost half your season. Right. But it's like, that's going to be different for the NFL because the NFL, you're trying to get them out right away all the time. So I don't know if that, that, um, format is right for the NFL, but I think something. I think that as a fan, that's it might not be right, right. for the NFL, for the, but for the, the player, the player, correct, yeah, it, it is. Be. And so that that that's interesting. I didn't hear that. And and we even talked to we have two people in our life um, that would work in the medical field, and I talked to both of them. One's a mm-hmm. doctor, and they both agreed that he, there's no way he should have been playing. And mm-hmm. they even said which I found fascinating. I didn't know this, but if you suffer two concussions that close together, you could actually die. Mm-hmm. Um, like this isn't just a, Oh, injured. Like he might not play football again. This is a, you know, a bigger issue than that. And and I was even listening to, to get up and Rob Ninkovich, you know, he played for the you know, linebacker for the new England Patriots for mm-hmm. multiple years. And he was on there and he was saying like, man, and I thought this was, you know, good perspective, but like not in a good way, but like this is the perspective that is the unfortunate truth is, you know, this is going to be a story for a few weeks or a few months or maybe this year, right? Mm-hmm. And then people are going to forget about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to stop talking about this. We're going to stop talking about Tua. And who knows? People are calling for him. Like they should say that he, they say that he should retire, yeah. you know, and maybe he does. And if he does, it's only a matter of time until we stop talking about Tua Tangovaloa. And whether, even if he's in the in the game and he's still playing well, whatever, we're going to eventually stop talking about this moment. And he was saying that. However, there's going to be a come a time 20 years from now, 30 years from now, when he's retired, living a life with his kids and wife and doing that stuff, you know, having family dinners and stuff like that, where he starts suffering from other issues. I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying this right. is the, the potential. Yeah. This is the potential of what these injuries can bring on. Yeah. That is not just missing a couple of football games. It's more than that. And so I thought that was a really interesting thought that Ninko brought to the table because, um, you know, that's stuff that we don't see as fans. We don't see that. Mm-hmm. We don't often hear about um, the players off the field until right. we hear about unfortunate things like Demarius Thomas, you know, had seizures mm-hmm. and ended up passing away and junior Seau and, and all these other guys who had issues um, with neurological issues after yeah. playing football. And so um, that, that's my concern for Tua. Um, and uh, I just, yeah, hope and pray that, you know, stuff like that doesn't happen, but it just, what, like, yeah, something's got to happen. I'm, I'm really curious to see where this investigation goes. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think something I'm just shocked. I don't think that'll ever, regardless of what the in- investigation finds, I don't think that will ever happen again. Yeah. Um, considering it's so blatantly obvious, yeah. it, it, it just, that cannot happen again. Yeah. It, it is, it is hard to believe. I mean, going back and looking at it, look, looking at it, that, it was missed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. So for you, did you predict your Philadelphia Eagles being the lone undefeated team left in the NFL after four weeks? No, nah, I did not. Um, mainly because I thought we were going to lose the Vikings. Um, so this is 
I'm very happy about what is going on in Philly. Um, I am shocked, though, about the NFC East and how we have two other teams that are three and one, mm-hmm. um, which stinks. But, I mean, I mean, no, we, we've been playing very, very well. Um, we've been winning in many di- in like so many different ways. I think that's what's really making me um, impressed with how this team's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're putting up over 400 yards offense right. every every week. Um, Have you get every every single week you've done every that? week we've got over 400 wow. yards. Wow. Um, like blowing out the Vikings, blowing out the Commanders, and then we were down 14 to zero on the Jags. Jalen Hurts threw an interception. We couldn't do anything. Punted the ball. Jags took the ball, went right down the field, scored a touchdown, right. 14-0. We went for it on fourth down, and then that next drive didn't get it. So the Jags had the ball again. Um, but then our uh, they could not hold on the ball. That too. They had five fumbles or five turnovers. Yeah, Trevor, well, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence alone, yeah. yeah. So, five turnovers, yeah. But they our team was ready and they just kept playing. Like mm-hmm. they didn't get into that. Like I, like, I don't know, like we, so we were at a cabin weekend this weekend and yeah. I think I may have said to you, I was like, well, I think we're losing this one. Or I, I mean, I mentioned it. I you could feel that. I could feel it because yeah. it's once, once the Eagles usually go up or go down by 14, we don't usually come back. But you were even a little bit concerned about this game before it started though. Right. That's this, true too. this Jacksonville team is a little dangerous. They're a little yes. bit of one of those. They're very they're very young. They are firecracker team. Mm-hmm. Um but the with all the rain and stuff, like being down 14-0, not being able to throw the ball feels like you can't throw the ball. Mm-hmm. They said it was like 20, 30 mile an hour winds. Like it, it didn't feel good for what was coming. So it's kind of like, all right, so we're going in three and one. Okay. And then Something about the second quarters, yeah. Our team comes alive. For we sure. have scored, I think, more points than anybody in the second quarter. You scored twenty. We scored twenty on Sunday. Yeah. Overall, we've scored eighty-five points. Wow. In the second quarter this year, so average of twenty I, plus in the second. Quarter, I wow. can't explain that. I have no idea why, but I'm okay with it. Right. So, um, so yeah, they they just kept kept playing. They got fumbles, like there was. Essentially, there were dro- the the Jacks and the Jaguars drives were like fumble, punt, interception, three yeah. like it just kept going. And Defense was locking it down. Yeah, yeah. And somehow Trevor Lawrence could not hold on to the ball. Right. You would think after fumbling it three times, you yeah. would hold it on for the fourth. Fourth one, no. But um, but no. Finally, like uh, Miles Sanders had the most yards of his career, most carries I believe in his career. Like they just kept feeding the ball. Yep. And you knew it was coming, and they still couldn't stop it, which was amazing. Yep, and um, two tuds, two touchdowns. Zero touchdowns yep. last year. Um, I'm banking on that in fantasy, by the way. I dropped. Oh yeah, I have them in leagues. my other two leagues too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then I love Nick Sirianni's aggressiveness. He goes for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. There's only one fourth down that I was kind of a little iffy on, which was the last one. They had the ball it was fourth and three if they would have kicked a field goal it was under two minutes if they would have went for it or if they would have kicked a field goal they would have been up by nine or no they were up eight. eight so they they would have been up 11 game game would have oh. been over okay right. so they went instead of kicking again so at this point potentially jake elliott he was hurt 
in the game, um, but he was still there. Like he was still there. Kick, yeah. He was going to kick. Um, and I don't know why they didn't. How far would it have been? Forty uh, ish. Oh, but they're all the all conditions there. too. Sure. He already oh, missed okay, an extra yeah. point. Yep. And stuff like that. So like, there's that. So they ended up going for it and they didn't get it. So gave the Jags the ball. The very next play, we sack fumble on Trevor Lawrence, won the game. So, but so that one that right there was a little business. Hassan Riddick. Yeah. Two sacks, two forced fumbles uh, on Trevor Lawrence. That's why he brought really him nice. there. Yeah, that is why. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one was a little iffy. I'm not quite sure why he did that. He might, they might know something we don't. I have no idea. Um, so, hmm. besides that, I, I'm very pleased with our team. Did you see the play when Jalen Hurts threw the interception and AJ Brown's Don't even, tackle yes. attempt? Yep. What is going on there? Well, they were talking. I was listening to the uh, Inside the Eagles podcast, and they said nobody wanted to tackle on that play, and they pointed out AJ Brown or some like yeah. they were all just like. Well, following him, they actually asked AJ Brown about it, or I'm sorry, he actually he saw all the tweets and stuff like that about it, and he tweeted and said that he was trying to force a fumble, so he was trying to like sneak up, not make a tackle, but like sneak up, like chase the runner, yeah, um, as he was running and like poked the ball out. That's what he was trying to do. That's what he claims. Um, but like, dude, he got it looked bad. Yeah, it, it looked, looked like. Looked it, like he did, yeah. Didn't even try. He was literally two feet away from the player, yeah. and like it looked like he was going to hit his hit his ankle, hit something. I it's mean, like a glitch. Yeah, it was yeah <laughs> a glitch in Madden yeah. or something like that, where you suddenly don't hit the square button to tackle. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, runs right by him. Um, yeah, that was pretty sad. Yeah, but I'm like, our offense is really good. We have a great like Jalen Hurts is doing really well. Um, we can win in running game. We can win in the passing game because of our receivers. Um. The only thing now that's a little nerve-wracking is a bunch of we we had a lot of injuries on on Sunday. So like our left tackle Jordan Malata got hurt mm. um trying to tackle on that on that, on that play, he hurt his shoulder. Um and then our guard I I can't pronounce the name, Asia something blah blah blah. Okay. <laughs> um Isaac Yeah, anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um so those two guys had MRIs today. I don't know what the results were yet. And then uh, we didn't have, um, um, what's his name? Maddox, where our slot receipt or slot corner, he okay. was out, which we knew, but then Darius Slay got hurt on like the first, first drive of his forearm. They said it might not be serious, but I'm more concerned about our offensive line because I hear that it's weak mm. in like in our, um, in their backups. Because our other, like Andre Dillard, who's a, he's okay, left tackle, he's out until mid October or mid October, mid November, one of those. So mm. we got to keep Jalen Hurts upright, right? And I mean, yeah. we play the Cardinals this week, so they haven't really. I don't know how good they really are. They came back on the Raiders. They beat a crappy Panthers team. Well, I've also heard people saying they're keeping track of when this new Call of Duty is going to come out uh, because of Kyler Murray. I don't know if you have seen this. So no. Kyler Murray's numbers dip every year <laughs> when the new Call of Duty is released. And so... Because new, he's up late playing? I, 
that's what people are saying. But uh, the new Call of Duty, when, what is it supposed come out to this be week? released? I'm not sure when it's supposed to come out, but I'm just saying. When about Saturday night? Release date. Let's see. October 28th. <sighs> no, so we got to the end of the, end of the month. Dang it. So pretty much people are starting to think that <laughs> Kyler Murray's numbers are going to dip. So they need to go like last year. You know how funny that would be? They were undefeated up until Call of Duty. Game. No, no. It was something like that. I, this is a thing that's apparently. I don't want to. Yeah. I also don't want to turn in the Cardinals. That's what I'm. I'm not oh, yeah, yeah. Just being because they went like it's like seven and oh. Yeah. Something like or something. Yeah. And then miss the playoffs. Yep. No, they made the playoffs. They just got trounced by the oh, Rams yeah, in the first right, game. That's right, because yeah. they stopped trying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a terrible game for them. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, apparently this is a, a thing. Maybe we should look further into it, and, and maybe I should have been more prepared, but I had no idea we were going to talk about that. <laughs> um, but apparently it goes over multiple series, seasons with Kyler Murray, where every time a new Call of Duty comes out, his numbers drop. Man. And then you have him sign that contract over the offseason where they're saying that you have to stay four hours of yep film and film. all that stuff. And oh it's my like, goodness! Mm, does this have something to do with Call of Duty? <laughs> you, I don't know. That's their way of saying you're not allowed to buy the new Call of Duty, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, so yeah, I th- I think I'm I am I'm very happy about. I don't I don't want to get into the old Super Bowl kind of stuff. I don't like that talk right now. No, not yet. No, like Dream I don't Team? like I. No, no, <laughs> I don't like talking about that stuff because I don't want to get my hopes up too much. I I always go into the game thinking we're going to lose. Yeah. Still. <laughs> and you never disappoint. No. Like this Cardinal game, like whenever. So the, 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 the line came out against the Jags at six and a half points that the Eagles were going to win by over six and a half points or over six, whatever. No, like to me, I was like, what are you talking about? We're the Eagles. We don't beat teams like that. And it happened. Hmm. I still don't feel that way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The team, the team looks complete right now. I'll tell you, it that. does. Um, I, I was concerned with Jalen Hurts. My mom's calling me. <laughs> oh. Should I pick it up? If you want to, let's see what let's see what she does. All right. Hey, mom. Are you there? Yeah. Hey mom. I have a question. I have a question for you. Hey, just so you know, we're you're live on our podcast right now. Oh my god, I am not. <laughs> you are. You called oh, us. You called us while we're recording, so we just patched you oh. through. Oh great. Do you still want to ask your question, or do you want me to call you later? Um, I just have a question because Dad's trying to get hearing aids, and I guess there's a limit on our card. And you used to work at the bank. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, How one, can I? One second. <laughs> He's laughing. I'm on his podcast. <laughs> you, you, you can't do anything about that until uh, until tomorrow. You have to call the bank and get them to up your limit. Okay. Yep. I wasn't sure if you knew there was an 800 number or something. Yep. No, no right. there's no 800 number. It's only you have to call them you before 6 o'clock. You don't have no o'clock. connections, Sean, uh, you know. Unfortunately no not. I wish, <laughs> I wish, mom, mom. What's your what's your favorite childhood memory of me? Um, favorite used to play with wrestlers. Oh yeah, that's a good. <laughs> I used to I used to color on my wrestler's face with red crayons. <laughs> play with wrestlers. Yeah, that was good. What are you guys up to? You're buying dad hearing aids. We are at Costco getting hearing aids for dad. Nice. And you guys, you guys had a date the other night, right? You went to Olive Garden. 
We went to Olive Garden, yeah, and I put set up my phone, and I learned that from Michelle. I set up my phone. What? And we took what a you, selfie. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Nice. Look, you go. Yeah, Brandon's here, by the way, too. It's not just me. It's Brandon as well. Hey, Brandon. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing well. <laughs> um, wait, so you learned how to take a selfie. Yeah. I set my phone up, and I put the timer on, and we say cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's fun. <laughs> Am I still on your podcast? You are. We we, hit, we literally we we're in the middle of talking about sports, and my phone oh. started ringing. The lady at Costco wants to know what kind of podcast you're on. We we are a sports podcast. We talk about the NFL and NBA. There you go, sports podcast. The only good sports coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. What what what's the the lady at Costco's name? What's the lady at Costco's name? Oh, my name is Gwen. How are you? Hi, Gwen. Hi, Gwen. <laughs> what do you want to say to our listeners? Have a fantastic day. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're getting big time. We're... The wrong guy who likes the yeah. <laughs> She's not a Steelers fan, is she? You're not a Steelers fan, are you? I'm not answering that. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> if you are, you beat the Bengals, so that's good. I guess you didn't make a response to my thing when I put it up on the computer yesterday about the Eagles winning. I'm not on Facebook, Dad. What what, what did you say? He's not on Facebook, Dad. Our team's four and zero. Yeah, that's right, four and zero, playing well. Have the hey, Dad. Dad, would you say would you say that the Eagles this year are a dream team? What's that? Would you? Would you say that the Eagles this year are a dream team? The Eagles are a dream team. Uh, uh, I'm hoping they are. Oh, Hey, that's a good why, answer. Why don't you just say it, Dad? No. Just say they're a dream team. Yeah, I'm hoping they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like to see him, I like to see them go all the way. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll see. They look good so and this, far. And this, and, this, and this time, not choke at the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> it's a... Good point. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have fun. Be good, kids. All right. Love what? you guys. All right. Love See you. Ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Great people. Great people. Thanks, Gwen. Yeah, Gwen. <laughs> what, a, what a treat. I have no idea what we were talking about. Uh, something probably about the Eagles. Yeah, we we're talking yeah. about the Eagles. We we're talking about Kyle oh, yeah. Murray. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, the NFC East. We'll talk about them. Oh yeah, three, two, three, two, three, two, three, one teams, one four and zero team, and then Washington, the Commanders, mm-hmm. taking command of the division. Would you say <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the division? <laughs> a, I don't think. I think the Dallas Cowboys are a little scary, just a little, mm-hmm. because they have a, they have a really good defense. I have no idea what what's going on with Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is now four and zero in the NFL in his career. Yeah. Um, is there a quarterback controversy in uh, Dallas? I mean, <laughs> there can't. What happens? Okay, what happens if he comes back? There's t- there's talk of him coming back this week. They play the Rams. <laughs> they lose, and then play the Eagles, and they lose again with Dak. With Dak, both Rams, Eagles. You I got mean- a guy who's who's zero and three. If he does, hypothetically, and you have another guy who's three and zero, I think your own three is Dak. 
I think it depends on it depends on how uh, how they would lose. I think they do they could lose both those games. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they lose that game, it, you know, especially if the offense is gunning, you know, because let's face it, this Dallas Cowboys team is not in need. They don't need to be the surefire offense that they were last year. Right. Um, they, they, this is a defensive team and mm-hmm. they're really good defensively. Mm-hmm. And so they don't need to put up too much more than 25 points to win these games. It's true. It's, and so if they can, if they can put up those points, but if, if Dak Prescott comes in and he loses two or three straight games, um, where they're putting up 30 plus points, I don't know that you can yeah. actually bench him because offensively he's actually playing well, better than Cooper Rush. Um, Cooper Rush isn't going to be a guy that you win because of, mm-hmm. when in spite of, as somebody somebody came up with that, Dan Olosky or somebody, you know, the quarterbacks mm-hmm. in this league that you win because of. And Dak Prescott's one of those guys. You win because of Dak Prescott, not in spite of him. And so Cooper Rush is the opposite, and mm-hmm. as, at least as of right now. I mean, he's winning games and whatnot, but th- this, this Dallas Cowboys team is not winning because of Cooper Rush. They're winning because of Michael Parsons. Yeah, That guy is, again, I said this on one of the other podcasts that we did, he is one of the, if not the best foot player in football right now um, mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and so he's absolutely abusing people. And that's the reason why they're winning games. I think th- th- this team is dangerous when Dak Prescott comes back, I believe. Do you think uh, Dak's elite? No, I, I mean, it depends on what elite is. I, I consider the elite up to like top five, very few people in the elite mm-hmm. category. Right that now. came up... Um, on Greeny this morning because they were talking about the Cowboys mm-hmm. and they're like, do they have, they have a top five defense. They have, they were going off like, do they have good running back? Do they have good receivers? That kind of thing. Then they said, they asked the question, is Dak elite? And they most said yes. And I was kind of surprised that they said yes because I mean, yeah. well, he can put up numbers, but I don't feel like he, I don't think he's elite yet. Yeah. I don't think he's like, like, has he won a playoff game yet? He's won a playoff game, right? I don't think so. He has not won a playoff game yet. I don't believe. Yeah, I mean, I can't call him elite. Until he wins a playoff game? I mean, he's got to at least win a playoff game. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he did, but I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, so I'm just looking up a quick list of mm-hmm. top five quarterbacks or top 10 quarterbacks. And so let, let's just go, you know, starting at number one, Patty Mahomes yeah. is on this list. I would probably agree. Yep. Um, and he's probably still number the way one. he's playing. Yeah. Especially right now you have Josh Allen still, mm-hmm. he's going to, yeah, Josh Allen's going to know it too. I would agree with that. I think he's number two right now. He hasn't, he started off really well. Um, Justin Herbert's number three. I'm not going, I'm not going with that. Hasn't even made the playoffs yet. He's mm. not, he's not elite yet. Joe Burrow's number four. Still don't understand. I, like over Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, both of them. Rodgers number five. Hmm, Brady's wow. number six. Lamar Jackson's number seven. Matt Stafford eight. Dak nine. Kyler Murray ten. Is what they're saying. This is uh, really? Bleacher Report. Uh, top ten quarterbacks entering the twenty twenty two season, and so I don't think I think you have to do top five. If any, but I would do. Yeah, top ten to me is. uh, I mean, elite. What's elite? It's got to be. Wait, what what was number seven? Lamar. Lamar. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Patty Mahomes is elite. Yes. Josh Allen's elite. Mm -hmm. 
Brady and Rodgers are elite. Mm-hmm. Those would be the top tier, in my opinion. I would agree. And then below that, that's when you start bringing in Lamar Joe, Jackson, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Um, maybe Justin Herbert. Maybe Herbert and Dak would be there. Maybe Dak. Man. Dak's sort of on the back end of that. He might be in that mm-hmm. Kyler Murray range. Derek Carr, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. sort of... Russell Not, Wilson. Yeah, well, he, I don't even know if Russell Wilson's in there. This might be a little higher. I'm surprised Russell's in the top five there, you know? Like, I don't know. Really? In the top 10? Uh, I mean, I can maybe see him in the top 10, but not. I mean, would you rather have Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray right now? Oh, Russell Wilson. Uh, That's what I mean. <laughs> I don't know, because they're playing like crap. Both of them he's are playing now, like but. Ter- he's playing terribly. But if you had to pick one of those two, I think I'd go. I uh, th- I think I would go Russell Wilson. I think I'd go Russell Wilson. I mean, he's he had he's been he's been doing it for longer. Yeah. Um, they look terrible. The Broncos. Yeah. Why? The special teams looks good. Their punter looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, saying. <laughs> yeah, but like. Truth. Uh, you you said this before. Geno Smith is having a better season than Russell Wilson. He is. Statistically, Geno Smith's having a great he's year. He's having a great year. So far, yeah. He's completing like 80% of his passes. So is this a... Uh, like a, a... Tom. You know how it's Tom Brady, Bill Belichick kind mm-hmm. of thing? Is like, who's better? Is it is this a Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson? Does Pete Carroll making Russell Wilson? Did the Legion of Boom make help make Russell Wilson? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that the Legion of Boom did. And I think as far Beast as Beast Mode and Marshawn Lynch and I don't know about the like. I don't know if I want to go that far in saying it's like, but they're just they have the two worst wins probably ever. They won eleven of ten against the Forty ers Who's this? The Broncos. Oh yeah, they won yeah. Eleven oh, sorry. To 10. I thought you were talking about Seahawks. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah, yeah, the Broncos, and then they barely beat out. The Houston Texans. They just lost to the 0-3 Raiders. Yep. And they lost to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, they're bad. There's no way around that, especially the offense. The defense has showed a couple... Some glimpses. And you just told me right before we started recording that Javante Williams is out. Yep. For the rest of the year, towards ACLs. Towards ACL. Um, And so, yeah, that's, I mean, big issues for Denver. Yeah. Um, With an aging Melvin Gordon and Russell Wilson who can't seem to quite get the grasp on whether it's the offense or the receivers or what it is. But they have such they great they good receivers. They do. They're missing the one though, right? Uh Tim Tim Patrick. Tim Pat, yeah. He's out. He tore his ACL, I think, in the beginning of the year. Right. Yeah. So but, he, but Jerry Duty Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. Judge Judy. <laughs> um and Cortland Sutton. Yep. They, had, the uh, they have a good tight end. Well they have no fan. No fan's not bad. No, no fan went didn't he go oh, to yeah. Seattle? He went to Seattle, went to Seattle yep. yeah, and for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, but they had, there's another guy there, and I forget who it is now mm-hmm. off the top of my head. But anyway, um, but yeah, I, I don't, no, Russell Wilson's not elite. Um, yeah. Neither is Kyler Murray, in my opinion. And so the elite guys are those top four guys. The, mm-hmm. Those are the ones that, that we should be talking about in that elite class for sure.
So, after my opinions of my team, how's your team doing? How do you feel like your Bengals are stacking up so far this year? Yeah, I mean, I'm a lot happier than I was two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's kind of what I thought. Now, four weeks in is kind of... We only just got sort of the, I think, the full picture of what I thought week two. You know, week one, we lose a close game. It was an awful game offensively, especially for Joe Burrow, um, where we get down and we become one-dimensional and, you know, we end up losing the game, a game that we really should have won. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we missed an extra, you know, extra point gets blocked because of long snapper. We list, miss a really close field goal later on and, you know, because yeah. again, long snapper and kicking the laces and things like that. And just everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah. You know, should have had that game. We would have been three and one right now. The Dallas game just slipped out of our hands. We we lost because we got down early and they have a guy named Michael Parsons on the defense <laughs> that just gets after it. And so that's why we lost that game. Um, I think that we came back and, and I I thought we were still going to win that game. And so if we win that game, we're four and over right now. It's a completely different story. Um, right. but because we lost the first two games coming off of Super Bowl, clearly people start wondering. Uh, and we let up 13 sacks in the first two weeks. Um, now the last, yeah. now the last two weeks uh, or 12 sacks, I think the first, no, 13 in the first two. Mm-hmm. We let up three in the last two weeks, um, and so nice. um, it's going much better. Yeah. 16 sacks now over the course of four weeks, which still isn't great. But again, majority of that was the first two weeks, and now we're right. kind of getting the groove which is what we wanted. Plus, again, week one was against T.J. Watt. Week two was against Michael Parsons. Then we kind of finally had some chance to breathe mm-hmm. and actually get that line, some reps against somebody who's not an all-pro. Yep. Um, and so I, I think that we're playing great right now. Um, I think that we're a dangerous football team. Um, I, I think that most people um, are looking at, you know, if you're looking at us as a two and a, two and two football team and a 500 football team, you're mistaking us. Mm. I think that we are still a Super Bowl contender and, um, you know, we had definitely some bumps in the roads that were protecting Joe Burrow. We still haven't gotten Joe Mixon going yet, but I think our receivers are playing great. Um, uh, we can get Jamar going a little bit better, but, um, he'll, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll figure it out. Um, that, that's the thing about this team. We'll figure it out. Um, some of the coaching decisions has really kind of had me at a loss of words. Um, but that happened last year at times too, with the, you know, especially, you know, second to last game or last play of the Super Bowl. you know, they, HB draw played it on third uh, and one to yep. Samaj P. Ryan. And it's like, what, mm-hmm. are, what are you guys doing? You know yeah. what I mean? Like what, what's the point of that? Um, so you know, coaching calls have been questionable in the past as well. Um, but I feel like that's still happening a little bit. Mm-hmm. Defense looks lights out. Um, mm-hmm. Our defense looks like one of the better defenses and we're not going to get that right now because we're not getting all the interceptions and all the sacks that everybody else is getting. But, right. um, you know, that we're not the Eagles forcing, you know, getting four sacks and four forced fumbles <laughs> in one game. You know, we're not doing that. So, but, you know, we, we went, I forget how many drives we went. We had NFL record for the most drives consistently not allowing a touchdown this year. Um, and then we gave that up on, you know, against uh, that the Dolphins. The Dolphins, yeah. Um, and so, anyway, uh, you know, that's, huge stuff there and um so yeah i think that i think that we're 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 getting in the groove now Mm -hmm. and i'm excited for for the future we we have a really good game coming up um that's gonna be yeah it's gonna be a good measuring stick um against you know arguably the mvp of the league right now and Mm -hmm. mar jackson and baltimore ravens and so this will be this will be the one we're in baltimore and so we get to go and hopefully we 
put a beating on them like we did last last you year. Swept them last year, didn't you? Yeah, we swept them last year, but not just swept them. We beat the daylights out of them both games, and so. And their secondary is terrible. Yeah, well, but yeah, like they, they're Humphrey's good. That's Humphrey's the only is good, guy but like right Marcus Peters is usually good. Like mm-hmm. they, their their defense is not good. Yeah, but I think like even regardless of that we were playing, you know, in in you know Miami, you know, we were playing Xavier Howard, and he was a little hobbled. You know, yeah. so that's that. But, you know, we still got the best of him in that mm-hmm. game. Um, you know, when you play our guys one on one, you're not going to beat them. You know, they're going to beat you all, you know, all right. game. And so that's the thing we look for. The thing that needs to happen for our offense to really click in the way that I predicted it to happen in the beginning of the year what is for Joe Mixon to get it going. He's not running the ball well right now. We're not blocking well, whatever it was. I was pleased that he actually set up a meeting with the offensive line this week just to build chemistry and have like a one on mm. one, one on 10, whatever it was, yeah. Um, where he got to like sit and talk with them and just like talk it through and whatnot. I, I thought that was good leadership. I thought that was good mm. because he's just not doing well. Yeah. And we need to get that part of our, our offense going. It, you know, <clears throat> the Bengals often say about we're, we're flashy. We, we can throw deep passes. We do all the flashy highlights and stuff. Everybody thinks that, but the motor, the thing, you know, what gives our offense running is Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. And so we need to get him going. He's what opens up play action passes to open up the right. bigger games and bigger gains and things like that. So that, that definitely needs to happen. Um, mm. But, you know, again, two weeks ago, we were talking about the Bengals possibly missing the playoffs. And now here we are tied for first place in the AFC North yeah. and uh, right back into the thick of it. Yeah. I was going to ask you about what, how you feel about the North. Yeah. Like with your, well, I'm not super worried about, um, the Steelers, um, although obviously they beat us. At the By the way, game. about the Steelers, I picked Kenny Pickett. That's right. That was one of my uh, yep. hot takes or freezing cold hot takes. And uh, you'll take the half. Right. I'll take the. Right. I'll take the the half point on the that half one. Point on that. Yep. Okay. Yep. For sure. I'll take that. And we'll give it to you gladly. Yep. I think most listeners here will give it to you gladly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I'll take it. Good job and uh, excellent work by you as always. And um, <laughs> we, yeah, so obviously we lost to the Steelers. I'm not super worried about them though this year for the long, long haul. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it's no disrespect to them. They're going to be a tough game later on in the year when we have to play them. It's just TJ Watts down. Yeah. Now their experiments are carry Kenny Pickett. You know, not just not worried about them. The Browns, again, tough because they got the um, Chubb. That guy is. I mean, he's running for a hundred yards every game. Yep. And so, you know, maybe the best, best back in football. And, um, but anyway, um, they, they worry me a little bit, but a lot less. The Baltimore Ravens are the team that I'm concerned about because Lamar Jackson is just magic. Um, and like, and unstoppable. Right. And so, I mean, you see them, you know, they, they, they're two and two. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not they're beatable. Yeah. They're beatable, but I mean, it's just, really tough to beat those guys and they make mm-hmm. plays when they need to make plays and things like that. You know, they lost a game against a really good Miami Dolphins team that, you know, obviously we just took out, but they're a really good team. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes me hopeful that we can beat the Ravens. Um, and, they're they're and the only team that's given up 17 point leads, two games, mm. 17 point leads. Wow. Didn't know only that. one other team has done that this year at giving up a 17 point lead. And that was the Raiders against the Cardinals when oh, yeah. the Cardinals came back from right. 20 to zero. Yeah. And they've done it twice now. And You're they've done it twice. it twice. They did it to Miami Dolphins cause they were up 21 yeah. in the fourth. Yeah. And they just did it to the, to the bills. Right. The bills came back and won. Yeah. So I, I'm, 
you know, I'm curious to see how, I think, the, the, you know, this Sunday night is going to be a brawl. It's going to be a fight because the Ravens are not happy about what happened last year, you know, what the Bengals did to them mm-hmm. you know, in the secondary and whatnot. And again, the second game was against pretty much all the backups, but you better believe Marcus Peters and Humphrey and all those guys, they got torched last time. And so they're not going to be happy coming in the, to the first game, but yeah, so I'm excited. Um, I think we're right in the thick of it. Um, I, I think that we are still the best team. I think we still have the best quarterback in mm-hmm. that division. I know people will probably get back on me up on that, but I think that, you know, if I had to pick one of those four quarterbacks, I'm taking even Deshaun Watson, you know, I'm taking Burrow. Yeah. And, um, I think he's the one that is the most special out of all of them as far as mm-hmm. winning the big games. And so, um, I'll take him. All right, so I found an article that I thought was kind of cool, um, just for fun. Uh, some of the strangest facts of all time in the NFL. So it's 20 of them. Hmm. I'm not going to read all 20 because some of them are stupid. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll read down through them. Um, or maybe I will read all of them, but um, just maybe not talk about it, uh, all of them. The Chicago Bears have never had a 4,000-yard passer. And they won't with the guy they have now. No, they won't. Dude, they're so bad. They are. Dude, they are so bad. The Giants had 71 yards passing yesterday and still won. Mm. <laughs> How are the Giants 3-1, and one too? I have no idea. Because Saquon Barkley, you do know Saquon. He leads the NFL, doesn't he? Well, Daniel Jones goes down yesterday. Tyra Taylor comes in, gets her third he string quarterback. Yeah, third string quarterback Saquon? is Saquon Barkley. <laughs> he comes in, starts running Wildcat, ends up finishing the game with like 160 or something like that, 140. And pretty much single-handedly wins that game. Jeez. Because they throw 40 or 71 yards passing, and they still win. That's, My goodness gracious. That is not good for... Yeah. But think about this. Like, Rex Grossman, Jay Cutler, they never never had mm. yeah. 4,000 yards passing. I never knew that. Weird stuff. Did Jay Cutler throw the ball that much? Was he a big... Because I feel like he would be... I mean, he had Brandon Marshall, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he go? He played with Brandon he Marshall and in in Miami too. Not because well, Jay Cutler went to Miami for a year. They played in Denver together first, <laughs> and then, they went, and to then they went to Chicago. I think both of them went to Chicago, and then I don't know if they played together in Miami when, when they were both there. But I know they both played for Miami. I just don't know mm. how the timing works out there. But yeah, wow. I don't know. Um, an NFL commissioner once died in the stands during a game. Nineteen fifty nine. And it was in Philadelphia's Franklin Field. Whatever that is. The before uh, veterans. The veteran, yeah. Yeah, the vet. Did it say how he died? Uh, just- Commissioner Burt Bell was in attendance for a frankly meaningless game between the Eagles and the Steelers, two teams he owned before becoming a mm. commissioner. Now, before I tell you the next part of the story, researching this leaves an unclear order of events. So I'll just present them together. Late in the fourth quarter... The Eagles' Norm Van Brocklin found Tommy McDonald in the end zone to seal the game, and Bell suffered a fatal heart attack in the stands. Some accounts have the touchdown causing Bell's heart attack, while others have the inverse, 
where the frantic crowd reaction may have distracted the Steelers' defense enough to allow the touchdown. All right. Wow. That's the story. Hmm. So the Eagles won that game. The Eagles won that game. Either way, it was a tragic death of a true pioneer of the game as Bell was the reason for the draft existing today. After his death, a certain Pete Rozelle was elected commissioner and the NFL was never the same. Hmm. Cool. Interesting. I mean, not cool, but cool. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, the Detroit Lions have had two separate stretches of 30 years without a playoff win. Poor line. Oh my goodness. Dude, they have a good offense. <laughs> so they can score 45 and still lose. Yeah, I know. <laughs> here, here. Is that good? Is it a good thing? No, that means their defense is awful. But here, let's let's look at this uh Hutchinson. the Lions here. The Lions so the la- so they scored Week one, they scored 35 on the Eagles. Week two, they th- scored 36 on the Commanders. They scored 24 against the Vikings and scored 45 in Seattle. And they're th- one and three. <laughs> one Dan Campbell. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Poor Lions. That's wild. All right, the New York Jets. You should be living this one up a little bit more. The New York Jets have never once beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. Do you know that? That's pretty cool. Sorry, Kurt. Awesome. sorry, Kurt. Yeah, <laughs> they have their next opportunity in 2023. Okay, so it'll is that when? I probably whenever they play the East. I guess the yeah. East. Yep. Hmm. So they'll have a chance next year to, and then another four years. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the Dow the Dallas Cowboys had never won a game in Lambeau Field until 2008. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that either. The Cowboys have been around for a while, right? So, so is the, yeah, I mean, Green, Bay. Green Bay's one of the very first teams ever created. Yeah. Cardinals didn't win a, a game in Green Bay until uh, between 1947 and 2018. Ouch. I wonder if 2018, was that when they actually... No. I was thinking maybe that was when they went to the Super Bowl. They played the Packers in that crazy game, but that was in Arizona. Yep. Yep. Oh, anyway. boy. Yeah, I don't know. Sammy Baugh. Bog? I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is? Sammy Bog? Did you ever hear his name? Sammy B-A-U-G-H. Sammy Bogh. Bogh. <laughs> you? I know who he is. I, he's an old football player. 1943 season is what this is about. He once threw for four touchdowns as a QB, had an 81-yard punt, and had four interceptions as a DB in one game. Dude, he was an Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Wow, playing both sides of the ball and all three. Uh, yeah, and special teams. Yeah. <sighs> Look at that. Interesting stuff. I just saw a video that uh, uh, Randall Cunningham kicked a ninety-one yard punt out of the back of the end zone. Oh, so that was pretty impressive. Hmm. And then do you see the 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 corner fields for the the chiefs the safety who's a kicker like that he's oh, their yeah. backup kicker yeah he hit a 57 yarder before the in the game before the bucks like uh during practice it was during pra- i was gonna say yeah, sorry yeah during game, practice right? yeah, yeah. yeah before the bucks game last night wow he hit a 57 yarder 
man, you got a gr- that's pretty good. That you got him as a backup. They have no weak spot. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Jeez. That being said, we're a week away from them losing to the to the Colts. It just goes show <laughs> goes to show how week to week this league is. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, did you know that in 1982, a kicker won MVP? No, <laughs> he did. I forget his was name. Was the league I, that bad? I told you, or? It, it was the league, it was the year they only played nine games because of a lockout. Okay, but still, it was a kicker. <laughs> And so I, I don't know that that's what they say what it was. I forget his name now. I totally had his name up, but I forget. Adam Vinatieri. No, it was 1982. Um, <laughs> I know I, he's I, just old. Yeah, I'm not sure. But um, anyway, from 1960 to 1969, the NFL had a third place game. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, I guess it matters. I don't know. Third place. So what, you have the Super Bowl. Oh, look at that. Listen to this. So as the AFL burst onto the scene in 1960, Pete Rozelle, which we talked about earlier, devised something to keep eyeballs on the NFL as long as possible to celebrate the life and career of the aforementioned Burt Bell, who had recently passed. The NFL set up the Burt Bell Benefit Bowl. (laughs) Have some respect for the dead, Brandon. (laughs) Which first, which... First time, first first try saying that five times fast, what they say. That's good. Uh, the Benefit Bowl pitted two conference runner-ups against one another for third place. Hmm. Well, I'm glad they got rid of that. Plenty of the best teams of the era played in the game, and they all hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to play in that game? <laughs> oh, man. They got to give a little bit more benefit to why you're playing that you, yeah. money benefits i don't know all right got a few more here uh this one we know about it's just always fun to talk about the first player to catch an nfl pass from brett Favre was brett Favre. so fun <laughs> and lame <laughs> the new england patriots were almost named the bay state patriots <laughs> hey <laughs> The Bay State. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> uh, it was going to be shortened. Well, I think, I mean, if you, now it sounds stupid, but probably then it didn't. I mean, if it was going to stick, I mean, now because we switched these teams to the Washington Commanders, you know how dumb that sounds? Yeah. The Washington Commanders? It's going to it's, it's gonna become normal now. Probably. It's hard. Yeah. I still want to say that the color of, you know, the red Redskins. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna try to say like you know color and a body part. Yeah, <laughs> I want to call them the color body part. The color body part. Color body part. We got. We should jump off that train now. <laughs> Washington, but <laughs> color body part. <laughs> uh, the New England Patriots, had they been named a bit the Bay State Patriots, they would have shortened it to be the BS Patriots. <laughs> yep, we want, <laughs> want that one. Uh, <laughs> that's so good (laughs) get this one this one was fascinating to me the season ticket wait list for the green bay packers is over 1000 years long holy crap yeah a thousand years yep because things just keep getting passed down if you were to apply yep if you were to apply for season tickets right now you would be given the opportunity to purchase them after a full millennium and then some 
This is assuming Dang. that the to- that the human race has not been totally wiped. <laughs> <laughs> It's a clever website. And it says, "What a nice, gr- what a, what a nice Christmas gift for your great, 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 great." You get the point. Great, great aunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Last um, one. Uh, th- this one, I, I don't know if this is impressive or not. Okay. Well, this isn't the last one. Second to last one. Doug Williams has as many Super Bowl touchdown passes as the Denver Broncos. Hmm. <laughs> Wow. Interesting. Uh, This is the last one. The Houston Oilers have won their division more recently than the Cleveland Browns. Mm. (laughs) Ouch, man. Just keep throwing shade on them Browns. Uh, Oh, boy. So good. Nineteen eighty eight was the last time they won the AFC Central. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And since then, the Oilers won the division not once but twice in mm-hmm. 1991 and 1993. Wow. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Oof. Fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I have some, uh, wait, I got this uh, interesting stat. So, this, I told you about it, but Kenny Galloway. Yeah. You guys know about. So, he is the Giants receiver who's making $72 million over X amount of years. <laughs> it's a terrible contract. And he's playing like nothing, mm-hmm. he's not playing at all. So I heard this. Kenny Galloway, Galladay, sorry, mm-hmm. is making more money this year than the Eagles' Dallas Goddard, receiver Quez Watkins, Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders, and Jalen Hurts, all combined. <laughs> That's all, like, those are all of our ma- main offensive starters. <laughs> so do you do you have Galladay's numbers in front of you right there? Uh, No, but, you mean for this year? Yeah, yeah. I do not. I'll look it up right, right. now. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, so right here. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, so currently this year, he has a whopping two catches for 22 yards. Woof! <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. They were both in the game against Tennessee week one. Oh, man, I'm glad I didn't waste a draft pick on him. Seriously. Wow, yeah. I mean, it's so sad. Even last year, he only had 37 catches for 500 yards. Mm. What a bad Ouch. day. Bad and day. one more interesting Eagles stat. So the Eagles hold the Saints' first-round draft pick this year. Mm-hmm. At the moment, it is third overall. Wow, really? They're one and three. Wow. So the Saints... So the Eagles... If the Saints keep going down... Is it possible for the Eagles, Eagles to win the Super Bowl and get a first overall pick? Get their franchise quarterback. What if, what if at the end of this year, <laughs> uh-huh. Jalen Hurts wins the Super Bowl? He's not leaving the team. No, no, no. I'm not saying he leaves okay. the team. Yep. But what if Jalen Hurts wins the Super Bowl and you get number three overall pick and you have like one of the top quarterbacks in the draft, in next year's draft, which is apparently a loaded draft, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you skip out on that quarterback and trust in Jalen Hurts when you have a quarterback that could be one of the better quarterbacks in the league for a decade and roll your dice on Jalen Hurts? I wouldn't necessarily say it's rolling dice anymore on Jalen Hurts. I guess if he wins the Super Bowl, yeah. 
So if he yeah. wins the Super Bowl, or even if you guys make a run to the if playoffs. we make a run to the playoffs, the Eagles are probably going to sign him to a big deal, a big contract. Oh, that's right. So he, this is his contract year. Uh, I think next year becomes his final year. year. So this is only his second full season as the Eagles quarterback. This is? This is. You're right. You're right. Because yep, yep. the year before, Carson Wentz went out, and mm-hmm. then he came in. He played okay. Mm-hmm. Then he was the first starter last year. Took us to the Super, super Bowl. Ooh, playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> and then now. So <clears throat> he's not doing too bad. What do you think? <clears throat> For what? Is he your guy? I mean, at the moment, see the is he the Eagles quarterback? Like, I do you trust him over the next five years? I'm trust. I'm starting to trust him more and more mm-hmm. based on his decision making and throwing and, and whatnot. Um, I'm still would like to see better passes. Mm-hmm. Um, get it in front of your receivers. Don't like not behind them. I am glad that he's making 50-50 balls with our receivers. Um, and letting them go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to see more accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all. Yeah. I think everybody wants to see more accuracy right. for their quarterback. Yeah. Because there's a couple of throws. I mean, I mentioned this on the another podcast, but Kirk Cousins, there's like two passes that I remember, like he fitted in tight, tight windows yeah. to Adam Thielen and, and other places like that. I was like, I don't know if our quarterback can do that right now. Right. Yeah. So like, that would be nice to have. Not, but I still think he's better than Kirk Cousins oh, overall as a player. Is better than Kirk Cousins. Yeah, with the running ability and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I mean, and I just I love his demeanor, his his leadership, his you know, like he has fun. I enjoy mm-hmm. seeing that he has fun. I would like to see him take less hits, but. That's, yeah, that's just who he is. Yeah, how he, he plays. Yeah, so. that's how he plays. It's the same thing with Josh Allen, where those guys just put themselves in harm's way. Mm-hmm. It's their their style of play, and we love that. We love them for it. But in the same respect, it's yeah. like ah, he can yeah. squat six hundred plus pounds. So he's he's a hard guy to stop. Yeah. So. Hmm. Your Eagles look good, though. They do. That's for sure. I don't want to get on too big of a. So you don't you, you don't want to allow yourself to to get I don't excited. because in the back of my head I see us being the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I'm old. But like our schedule is really favorable. I don't know. Yeah, you guys the weakest schedule, third weakest schedule or weakest And because Washington and Dallas are their other weakest. And we have the next weakest. Oh, okay, yeah, right. So I mean, we got the Cardinals and we have the Cowboys. So, like, me personally, I'm okay. Like, our injured players, I'm okay for them to sit against the Cardinals. I would like them to come back, play the Cowboys, and then they have. Then we have our bye. We have an early bye this year. Okay, yeah. So. I don't I mean, know if I like that for you guys this year yet. What, the early bye? Early bye, yeah. I don't know. Because I, you guys are on a roll. Maybe if you lose against Dallas. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit of a jab. But I think, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, if you're on a roll and you win, what, at that point in time, you'd be 6-0 and going into your bye. I'm just, but main for me is, like, the health. Because I yeah. keep seeing people fall, like, going down. Going like, down, oh, gosh. Yeah. Yep. Please come back. We right. need that. Now, like, but it, it is pretty soon. I mean, it's week seven is our bye. Right. So that means we got, what, 10 week, 11 weeks straight of football. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I did just look up the box score as we're in Philly. Um, 
Sixers and Nets. Oh. Um, Sixers are currently up 63 to 55 in the third quarter, but Ben Simmons currently six points, four assists, two rebounds. 40 boos? 40 boos, probably. Yep. More than uh, who 40. Knows, who knows how, how they uh, responded to him, to him coming out. Um, we also have live update. We got a 3 nothing ball game. LA is up versus the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, so it looks like the Rams. I think the Rams will pull that one out pretty easily tonight. But we'll see. I as well. Thank you as well. We have got a special guest for this little segment here um, to wrap this up. Um, Brandon had brought up a story uh, about uh, J.J. Watt um, Mm -hmm. while we weren't recording. But anyway, we have my wife, Cheryl Adams. Um, She's on the podcast here again. She's been on Dr. Cheryl Adams. Dr. Cheryl Adams, yes, for this this segment. Um, And so we are, Cheryl, we're bringing you on because um, it feels weird calling you Cheryl. <laughs> it, it feels weird having you call me Cheryl. Honey, we have you on this segment because we're asking you some medical things, um, specifically about JJ Watt. So why don't you share about oh what's, whatever's going on right. with JJ Watt? Because we don't know what it means. So, okay. So NFL player JJ Watt has revealed a major health scare after he went into AFib and had to have his heart shocked back into rhythm on Thursday, just before playing the game on Sunday. He played? Okay. Yes. So this is what he said. He said, I was just told somebody leaked some personal information about me, and it's going to be reported on today. He said in the post, I went into AFib on Wednesday. I had my heart shocked back into play into rhythm on Thursday, and I'm playing today. That's it. <laughs> What does Sounds that like mean? What it, what does uh, he went into AFib? What does that mean? So AFib is essentially a heart rhythm that is abnormal, and so it's almost like your heart is fluttering at a fast rate for a long period of time. Um, so sometimes you know that you're an AFib, other times you don't know that you're an AFib. But essentially, it's not horribly horribly bad. It could be life threatening, but in some cases all you need to do is really just get medicine and be on medicine can you but, shock your own heart back into place or do you have to need to have somebody else do that no you go I was gonna say, how does one shock JJ Watt, like if he has one of those <laughs> clear yeah and shocks no, himself you definitely can't shock yourself wait so it's it's, it's I, mean, a, I guess you technically could but you said it's a it's an abnormal heart rate is that mean that it's too fast but consistent or it's an inconsistent heart rate uh, so that means that it's inconsistent and fast. So for instance, like when your heart's in AFib, your heart rate could be like 150 beats per minute and you wouldn't really know. <laughs> is that a kid? Yep. Yep. Yep, it You're is. A kid there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. it could be like a... Faster than that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that? if you if you can picture like a stereotypical heartbeat, like you know how people get tattoos of heartbeats where it's like this cute little like three peaks in the heartbeat and yeah, it's yeah. like all cute and dainty. So that's like a normal heart rate at like 
70 mm-hmm. beats per minute, somewhere in that ballpark. Imagine like over double that. So it literally is just like squiggly line, squiggly line, squiggly line. Was, Brand- was Brandon's accurate? Hey, Brandon, you want to do your heart rate again? Which one? The first one or the second one? The, the first one. Oh, boom. No, the boom. other one. No. The other one. <laughs> is that good? Is that close to it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. <Yes. laughs> Sounds good. It needs to be fast. All right. It sounds like we have a kiddo crying down there, so we'll let you go. Yes. Well, I'm glad I could help. I mean, JJ Watt's fine. He needs to get heart medicine, potentially. And there you go. Straight and if his heart medicine doesn't work and it continues, then he's probably going to need something more than that that would involve surgery. Yeah. So Cheryl says, Whoa. straight from her mouth, man up, JJ Watt, you're fine. <laughs> that's what I yep, heard. That's what I heard too. Wow. Wow. Nice talking. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, honey. Love you. Okay. Love you. Mm, bye. Bye. What a segment. Mm-hmm. Always available. Dr. Dr. Adams. Adams. It's a pleasure. Um, yeah. yeah. Th- that's crazy though. Seriously. Yeah. JJ Watt. Yeah. He said he got emotional after the, after the game. They said, uh, or he said that he's like, I don't care about injuries. I don't care about other stuff being leaked, but this was pretty personal. So he's yeah. like, I don't know how this was leaked, but he was pretty emotional mm-hmm. about that being leaked. Right. Yeah. Which he's had some things before. I think something happened before where he just like owned it and like said it. He actually broke the story before the news did. Really? Yeah. It was something, it was something like that where like, he just is not a fan of like news breaking stuff about him. Like it's. Hmm. He wants to be personal, and I think it might have been when he actually chose to sign with the Cardinals. Oh, really? Instead, of, yeah, he announced it. It wasn't the, it wasn't the news or ESPN or anything like mm-hmm. that. It was him. And he's a good so, player. Yeah, yeah, he is, dude. Whatever. His brother could be better. <laughs> yeah, that's what's that scary. whole family. Yeah, and they they have a fullback. Yep, I think on on the Steelers too. I think he is. Yeah, if and you got JJ Watt and you got TJ Watt and right. I don't know what his brother's name is, but I forget. There's uh, TJ, JJ, and RJ. No, it's not a, it's not a uh, <laughs> not an abbreviation. Or, no, is that what it is? An abbreviation. Abbreviation. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's exactly. not an abbreviation. No, is it an abbreviation? Uh, I don't think that's what it's called. Abbreviation is when you abbreviate something, like you make it shorter. Maybe it is an abbreviation. I think it's an abbreviation. <laughs> well, we're not medical experts, and we're certainly not grammar experts. Nope. So. <laughs> not at all. We need to get a grammar expert to be, to be. Uh, Who do we call? Who, who's in our back pocket for grammar expert? Renee Groff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she would be the one that we would call. So I, I'm sure she would enjoy that. She's listened. She, yeah, yep. We got Renee Groff. As a <laughs> Thank listener. you for listening. Yeah. Apparently, mm-hmm. was once a pretty solid 49ers fan. Um, she doesn't pay attention to too much more, too much anymore. But big 49ers fan, apparently. Gary too. Hmm. So pretty cool stuff. That is cool. Yep. All right. You want to close it out? Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Um, it does mean a lot for mm. everybody who's listening and uh, chiming in um, with questions and and comments and stuff. It's been really cool. Still fun to do. Still enjoy it. Um, football season's just made it even more fun. Yep, for sure. So, um, but yeah, if you guys can rate, review, subscribe to our podcast, um, share it. To whoever you want to um what's her name gwen yeah gwen thank you gwen. yeah gwen thank you costco. gwen from costco <laughs> if you want to 
shout us out and mom and dad and uh my lovely wife yep man dr Adams. we had a lot yeah, yeah we got a lot of we had a lot of special guests special guest yeah i know next we time we'll have, yep. in, in in the episode when we titled the episode featuring gwen from costco that's what we need to do. I, gwen you will be on here <laughs> you're mixing this one make sure you i will do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gwen from costco on there <laughs> but yeah thank you guys for listening it's been fun um enjoy football yep take care guys <laughs>